Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. boots. Grabbing a few potatoes from the supermarket or fruit and vegetable store is easy, but is it any fun? Not really. And do they taste amazing? Not really. The taste and texture of homegrown potatoes are far superior to the store-bought spuds, and growing your own is far more satisfying too, of course. So on today's podcast, Keith is going to run us through the process from planting right up to eating. And if we have time, we might even throw in a recipe or two as well. So let's get started. Keith, hello. Hello. (laughs) The home vegetable garden I think, is almost always filled with tomatoes, broccoli, capsicums, lettuce, you know, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. but not potatoes so much. Why is that? Um, or am I wrong? No, well, I don't see them. A lot, a lot of people do grow potatoes. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. I'm wrong. No, no, that's... <laughs> it is. But we... You know, it, it, it's, it's such an incredible um, staple food. That's probably... Oh, absolutely. The, ab- incredible. Um, they, it, they, they're used the world over... And yep. they're grown in all types of conditions. Yes. Now, they are the fourth most important crop after wheat, corn and rice. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, we, now, a little bit of history about them. They, they were originally grown by the Andean people. The in, the temp, in the Andean. In the Andes. Andean, Andes. From the Andes, yeah. Mm-hmm. From, uh, from Colombia up to Chile. So it's a temperate sort of an, um, in, uh, a Environment, region. Environment, yep. And they grew many varieties of different shapes and colours. That was when the Spanish arrived... In South America, and they saw the potential of this as a staple food. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when they took it back back to Europe, they they weren't they weren't uh, um, uh, as accepted as you might think. Because, Why not? Well, because potatoes are in the deadly nightshade family. Oh, all right. Yeah. So it's Solanum tuberosum, yeah. and people were highly suspicious uh, and superstitious of this, thinking um, it was a creation of the devil. Oh, God. Uh, or that it could cause leprosy. So, oh. you know, it was incredible. Okay, so they weren't, weren't admired no, to start with. No, but it was actually in, in Ireland that it found its popularity, um, as the people there could grow it in their poor, sodden soils, and they could grow enough oh. to feed both the family and the livestock. Yeah, yeah. But the, with the English oppression during that, that particular period and, um, and the economic uncertainty over, over the... Um, the Irish, mm, yeah. um, at least it, this gave them a sense of independence and a control over their destiny, you know. Oh, okay. Um, this, so Ireland had to import most of its wheat, and with the cost of wheat, so it was sometimes out of the control, and that's mm. where potatoes became just so incredibly important. important and popular, um, yep. Because it provided people with enough proteins and vitamins uh, B and C. Yes, I can see that because I've got here that they, they're fat-free, yep. they're cholesterol-free, yep. they're a great source of carbohydrates, and the skin provides 45% of our di- daily vitamin C and 18% potassium, as well as thiamine, riboflavin, folate, niacin, magnesium, phosphorus, iron, and zinc. Yep. We could, so we could really almost survive on them. Just about. They might have tried to do. Yeah. And that's what the Irish did. There you go. All right. So they, they, were, they were using this totally as their, their staple yeah. form of, of food. Yeah. And, and during, during the, the oppression with the British there, they could actually grow it in amongst the bracken and the twigs, um, you know, so that, that it, was, it was hidden away from the, the, uh, uh, from the English. Oh, so they couldn't get yeah. in and pull them up. No. And their popularity grew uh, in Europe under the reign of Louis the Fourteenth. 
Uh, and they were grown in fields under the control of the Royal Guard, and these were used to feed the expanding populations. Now, here's where the problem came for the poor old Irish. In 1845, the Irish potato famine arrived. Oh, And, and it yes. came with fungal spores of Phytophthora infestans, that's a particular variety, mm. and it, this arrived in Ireland from France with devastating effects. Mm. Um, you know, so the loss of the potato as, as a source of food saw starvation, cholera, scurvy, oh, and it wiped out a million and a half lives. Oh. And it was during this period um, that many Irish fleed to America. What, because they didn't have because, any potatoes? Yeah, because of the famine and everything else oh, there. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. And then in New, in New York, there was a cookbook published, oh. and it had recipes for potato, and its popularity never looked back. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, whoever yeah. published that cookbook would be rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just think about it. Here in Australia, the average person consumes per year 70 kilos of potatoes. Potato. 70 kilos. Well, I did say we could almost survive on them. Absolutely. And as you've already said, you know, they've, they've got amazing nutritional you know, yeah. value you know, yeah. with, the, with all those goodnesses. So they've, they've, they've got more potassium than bananas. Mm, which yep. is quite, you know, quite incredible. Yes. And the high, as you said, high in vitamin B and, and C. So, the potatoes you're buying at the supermarket, yes. the commercially grown potatoes are drenched in chemicals. Well, of course. All right? So, it's, uh, it, it's uh, great to be growing your own mm. for your own health. Yes. All right? So, and how do you do it? They've got a bit of it, but just before we go on to how we do it, they've, they've always, well, they often have a negative. People th look at them and think, oh, my goodness, they're fattening. And that's and all not. about the way they cook them. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Not, exactly. You won't put on won't put on an ounce if you cook them, cook them uh, properly. eat them properly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yes, let's get down to the, the the nuts and bolts. What is a seed potato? A seed potato is the the only potato that you should be growing yourself. A right. seed potato has been grown from seed, and it has been certified by authorities to to be disease free. Great. So that's what that is. Great. Not a not a you know not a you know a thing all you know secret and everything else. That's just what it is. <laughs> just a, yeah. Where can we buy them? You can buy them from lots of different places. Lot, even even the big green warehouse will have potatoes oh, okay. at, at, the, at, at sometimes the incorrect time, but they do that anyway. Okay. So they can sell more. Um, When's the correct time? Um, well, the correct time is is after the last frost. Okay, right, so, so what are we looking at? September. Yeah, yeah, um, early spring. So okay. after the last, after the likelihood of the last frost or early spring. Okay, great. Now a lot of people I've heard will buy the, uh, buy a bag of potatoes, oh, and they have little yeah, eyes on them, yeah, yeah. and they'll cut them. Okay. To get more 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 eyes that yes. can produce, and that is the worst thing you can do because where you've made that cut, you're putting that cut into the soil, and that is where disease and everything else oh, can enter that particular forms. potato. Okay, all right. Um, and it also uh, depletes the amount of stored energy that that potato has to be able to grow properly. Okay, so keep them full, keep yep. them whole, keep them whole. Okay, and just. Put them in the ground. All right. Just put them in the ground. Tell us about the eye too. I don't know. I mean, I they well, it'll have little eyes on them, and yep. and one of those eyes or two of those eyes might become the dominant stem of that particular where that particular plant will grow. Okay, so from pop our potato in the ground and make sure we've got the eye sticking yes, up. The eyes. Well, yeah, you don't have to. You can just chuck them in. Literally, chuck them in. They okay. are very very easy. 
in a okay. vegetable to grow. And they grow fine, perfectly well in cool and warmer areas? They do. Well, you have, have a look at the conditions they'd be growing over in Ireland. Uh, yeah, well, cool, mostly. Yeah. I would have thought more cool. The, the, the biggest thing is, is to try to make sure that they're not sitting in heavy clay because they'll yeah. rot. Okay. All right. Now, once we've bought the potatoes, I think I read also that we don't put them in the ground immediately. They need to be exposed to some sort of light. Is yes. that right? Yes, and that's where, the, that's where those eyes, eyes will then form. start to form. Uh-huh. And, they, and toughens them up. Yep. Okay, good. What is the best position to plant them in the garden, and do they need a lot of room? They do. The, the, yes and no. Like they, they, You can get an incredibly good harvest from a, a relatively small area. And there's lots of ways of doing that, there's, and there's lots of different methods mm. in, in getting that big yield. Okay. All right. So the way that I do it is I, I will go in, out to where I, where I want to grow my potatoes and I will dig a big hole and I'll <laughs> go, down, down, go down to where it, you know, almost where it, you know, I've got a clay Wow, okay. Uh, all right, Very so deep. what I'll do then is, is I will incorporate lots of organic matter on top of that clay and maybe we use a fork and just try to break it up a little bit. What sort of organic matter would that be, Keith? Compost well, plus? Well, compost, from compost our, plus. mainly from our, our friends at, okay, at Clyde, Clyde Compost. Okay, That's all I use. Oh, okay, well, that's right. easy, yep. Um, so you, you, can, you can put them down, you know, a foot down, okay. 30 centimetres down into yep. the ground, yep. not a problem. Yep. And then what you do is, is you would just cover that with about 10 centimetres of, of cover and you would have them at least 200 mil apart, each particular seed potato is 200 mil apart. Mm-hmm. And then you just cover them with, um, you know, with about 10 centimetres of, of a well-composted soil. Yep. You apply a bit of water yep. and you wait. Okay. All right? How long for? Well, and well, what you're looking for is you're going, you're going back, uh, back every, every couple of days and just having a little look. And what you're looking for is for that potato to have produced the stem Oh, so and pop it, through the soil. So it'll pop up through the soil, and then it will produce its two embryonic leaves. Yes. All right. Yes. And when those that that, that stem gets to say um, 50, s- 50 mil, a couple like, of centimeters. Yeah, yeah yep. you know, a couple of centimeters. You fill it up behind that with some more compost and soil mixed. Okay, so we make sure those little embryonic leaves are still showing. Still showing. So they need to be, yep. and, but we put some more compost Put some more in. soil up over the, where the, where just, the, the just green stems. Just a very stems. small amount. Yep. Okay. And then you let it grow keep up. Going. And then you keep on covering, and you keep on covering. Until? And keep on covering. <laughs> until until you, you can actually have a, a mound out of, the gro- out of the ground if you've got lots of compost and, you know, you can even use pea straw and all this sort of stuff. You pack it around those stems, and you're just chasing up those two little embryonic leaves all the time, filling up behind it and growing, filling up behind it and growing all the way up, <laughs> up until to the sky. Until you've got a, you, you can a, be a meter out of like the ground, a sand castle or a potato right? yeah. castle. Okay. And then once you've got it as high as you want you want it to be, mm-hmm. you just leave it and you make sure it's 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 just gets a little bit of regular feeding. How do we know how high we want it to be? Well, when those embryonic leaves start sloshing. When the, when the, embryo, embryo, yeah, the embryonic leaves will then start producing true leaves okay. and then it'll produce the actual plant. Okay. And that that plant will get to a you know like it can get to about half metre all the way around. Okay. All right. Okay. So we've we've got this mound mm-hmm. with this potato with the with you know with this stem that's growing up all the yep. way through yep. that mound. Yeah. And then we just leave it, let it grow. A little bit of regular feeding to yep. ensure that you're gonna, we're going to get some good, good yep. volumes of potatoes, whether you, you, we 
you're putting in little kiflers or whatever else. Okay. It doesn't matter. Do they need a lot of moisture? They need to be kept moist, not okay. sodden not wet. Damp. Not yeah. wet, wet, no. wet. Can we just go back a bit? Could we use a no-dig mix, so plant them in compost, yes. straw? No, no, I was going min- oh, to get on I'm to that. I'm getting ahead, am I? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, all right, well, we won't get on. Okay, so all right, we won't get to that yet. So we've, we've, we've got them to that point. We're watering them in, um, and do they need to be fed it at all during this process? They, you can give them a liquid fertiliser for sure, but if, if you... The key to all this is that we've used a composted soil that's already chock full of goodness. Yeah, okay. You know, that's the key, so to, really you know, key, to, key to getting a, a good return. Okay. All right. All Tell right. me about what's next. Okay. So in this, in this hilling process that we've done, um, what, what we're looking for with the particular, that particular plant growing is it producing flowers. Oh, pretty. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've got these beautiful little bluey, pinky coloured flowers that will be coming out on the, the actual potatoes mm-hmm. and once those flowers have died mm-hmm. we can then do what is called bandicooting. Oh, what's that? Well, we've got, we've got our mound yep. we've got our, our, our central part of the, the stem of where the potato is, is, in, yes. is coming out of that mound. Yep. We can go in through the side of, the, of that mound to where that stem is yep. and we will find little new potatoes oh. all the way around that Oh, okay. Right. So they so got the, lots, so the stem, lots of little ones. Yeah. The stem is now a root that stem is now crown, is yes. now growing tubers all the way around ah. it and all the way down, right down oh. to the very bottom to where we started from. Okay, so we've stuck our hand right into the soil. We go in and we, and we pull out all the all the, the new potatoes. Yeah. And you quickly grab as much as you want to eat, and you go inside and eat put them. the boiling water on, chuck them in the boiling water, and cook them till they're tender. Pull them out, butter and a bit of salt, and my God, that is the best sensation <laughs> you'll ever have in your life. Okay, so we prick them as we go as we want to use them. We yeah. leave them in there and pick them as we, as we use them because they're going to get bigger if we I imagine yeah. if we leave them in, they're going to become bigger. Or? They will. Yeah. Okay. But what we're doing is we're getting what's called new potatoes. Yes. So that's the chats. The, they chat. The chats, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So that's the size. Okay. So it, we, what we want to do is we want to have potatoes for a, a long period. Yes. So we want to be picking all the little little ones that are yes. in that mound. Ah, and the bigger ones. All the ones. way down to the down yes. to the ground level. Yes. And then below the ground level, that is where the bigger tubers are going oh, to be because okay. they've been in there. So the chats are on the mound, or the, the, the new the, ones on, are on the, the mound. Chats are, yeah, chats yeah, yeah, are on, on the, stem. the stem. I understand. And then the, in the mound, the bigger ones are down and the bigger under ones the ground. Are, are, in, are in that big trench that we I dug originally. Picture that now. All That's right. fantastic. Okay. So, yes. it, it, so we, we, wanna, we, we want to have potatoes that, are, that are, are going to last for long periods of time. Yes. All right. So we want you know a few months out of, out of our potatoes. Okay. So a so few s- months, me three. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll just I'll just give you a little little bit of ex, a little thing that I experienced that blew me away mm-hmm. with potatoes. Mm, oh uh, our friends at Munish. Yes. Um, Ian Munro was, has the commercial side of, of the mm-hmm. of that business, business yep. here, so it's an agricultural side. And I was over there one day visiting Ian, and um, and he was doing some tests on the soil, and then doing some tests on the vegetables. Yep. And. What he was using was just the, the Munash rock dust fertilizer. Okay. Okay. That yes. was that was what he was feeding his all, with. all his yep. vegetables with. So he said, um, "I'm just doing this this test for this this guy on on his potatoes," mm. and uh, he said, "Go and have a look at that bag over there in the corner." Mm. So I went across and I opened up the bag and I pulled out a, a couple of spuds, mm. and they were rock hard, mm. rock hard. They were. Mm, yeah. And. Um, 
And that's what you want. Oh, you want dense, oh, dense, dense, <laughs> okay. dense potatoes. All right, the way, the yeah. way you described it, I thought I was yeah, like a rock. Right. Okay. Dense, dense potatoes. Okay, fine. So I said, gee, well, these, are, these look fantastic. He said, have a, look at, have a look at the date on the bag. And I had a look at the date in the bag and it was, they were 12 months old. Oh, okay. So that is how well okay. they had stored in those bags being fed with the, his mineral fertiliser, the, the Manash rock dust. So what were they doing in the bags? He, they'd been they harvested? Just, they'd been harvested okay. and the farmer had brought them in and he just put them in the corner and, and, and you know done his tests on, on them and forgot about them. But they were 12 months old. Wow. So they'd stored okay, so they'd last that well. in a dark spot. In a dark spot, well, in a bag. Oh, wow. Yep, wow, wow, absolutely wow, wow. Okay, incredible. that's fantastic. Okay. All right. So we want long potatoes that are going to you know, store for a long period of okay. time. So leave them down there. Yeah. So what we do then is we allow the plant to totally die back. Yes, that's true. Yep, okay. And then we wait three or four weeks. Yep. And then we carefully remove the soil and we harvest up all those potatoes. Yes. So what the three weeks from when the, the plant has died yes. to the, the harvesting allows the skin to toughen up. Okay. So they get very, very hard skin. So we, you remember, you remember the the chats, for instance. Yes. You could just about peel the skin off with yeah, your finger. Yeah, very light. They just slice off. Thin, yeah. But you won't do that on, on a potato that's okay. that's been sitting in the ground for about you know three or four weeks. Three or four weeks longer, longer extra, yes. than the chats. Okay. So, all right. So, so that, then, when the when the when all that foliage is you know has, has died off, so there's nothing sort of left that you can see, or it's all gone yellow. That's when we pull them all up. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks after three the plant weeks. has died okay. off totally, okay. and and you could even leave a bit longer. You, could, you know, even once the plant's blown away or so totally it wouldn't rotted. hurt to let. What happens if we leave them in the ground? And we forget a few. They don't last. Oh for no, no, no. If you if we forget a few that's in the ground, yeah. it's. A, I sort of I sort of equate potatoes to um, a canthus. Can oh. <laughs> <laughs> once you've got it, oh, you're never going to get rid of it. You're never going to get rid of them. <laughs> okay, well that's not a bad no, thing. No, it's not a bad thing. But if you've left them in the ground, what? And you're suddenly, oh my goodness, there's a potato that's been in there for six months. How's that going to be? Well, that's going to be fine. Okay, it's just like living. It's it's in a dark it'll, spot. It'll stay there. It'll oh, stay there that's like fantastic. that. Fantastic. And, and, and that's how they that's how they, they they naturally you know multiplies is by you know producing more and more tubers. Okay. All right. So let's look at some other ways of. we can grow. Oh, other ways. Yep. Oh. So, Yes, in pots? It, well, you can do them in pots, very, very large pots. Yes. Um, you can do them in, in what's called potato bags. Oh. So they, a... they sell potato bags. You yeah. can get them from Bunnings or yeah, yeah. anywhere. And it's just a just like a, a, you know, a, a plastic, plasticised bag okay. with handles on it okay. that you put the potatoes in the bottom and once again you just put them, put them all, all around 20 centimetres apart and you do exactly the same thing that we, we spoke about before, bit, chasing bit, up bit, those, those embryonic leaves up to the top of the bag. And that's when we're going to get all that, the whole space is going to be full of potatoes. What is the benefit of having a bag? Um, well, you if move you, it around. If you, well, if you've got a, you, you've got a flat... Yeah, or a unit, a bag on your balcony. you can put a balcony and put them out in the balcony as long or as they're getting, getting full sun, okay. not a problem. Okay. Bit well, of moisture, look after them that way. Okay. You know, you see, you do the same thing. So you, in the bottom of the, the bag, you, you, you put the 20 centimetres of, of, of you know, good compost, compost yep. and then you plant into that and then cover it and up, chase up, them up, up again. Up she goes until, yep. the, until the, she's up through the bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. So another way yes. is to use wire. So okay. you, you can create a wire. So you, you, out in your lawn, for instance, you put a, 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 a cage of wire around, mm-hmm. stick it on the ground, and then on, on where the, the, um, the uh, lawn is, mm-hmm. you cover that with pea straw and compost. 
then you stick your potatoes into that yep. and then you just keep on adding pea straw and potatoes chasing up those little embryonic leaves up to the height of whatever height you've, you've got in that in that okay that um cage yep all right okay and you can have that up you know 1.2 meters high yeah the thing you've just got to make sure doing it with 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 a straw and a compost method is the no dig is what we call the no, called dig. A no yes, dig no yes. dig method yes what you're trying to ensure that you're getting there is that there's no uh, no sunlight can get into where those potatoes are growing. Okay. All right. We don't want any sunlight getting into those. Okay. So we're just going to peck it down, down all the way up to the height you want. Why is the wire? What is well, the wire, the wire the wire is it, it becomes it. becomes a cage. Okay. So it's it's like a it's like an open an open container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So a potato bag without without the you know okay. the material. So you can virtually use anything as long as it's not a tire or something like that, which is going to probably conv- you, you never grow them in tires. No, I know that's what you I'm know, saying. Not a tire. Never grow them. In Tires, I know, cadmium, mercury, I know. lead. But I'm just saying, from what you're saying, it sounds like you can grow them anyway, you as long as they're anywhere, getting the sun. And in any way. Yeah, yeah. And this is a great way of doing it because once the plant has died back mm-hmm. and you wait wait four weeks, yep. you literally just pull that, that cage, wire cage, up and over and push the hole over in the ground and there, and there all potatoes the potatoes are there, there and you just harvest those and bang okay. and away you go. Uh, are you doing this? Have you done this? I've done this. I've done this many times. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, in fact, I did, I did a post um, last year on uh, on growing potatoes oh. using this using the, the, the trenching method just okay. to show people how okay. to do it. Okay, gotcha. So yes. potatoes are very, very easy to, um, to grow. Sounds As I like said, it. you grow them in wire frames with straw, um, or you can grow them in bags or whatever else. And then we look at some of the particular varieties yep. that are grown. Yep. So if you're after you're after um, a potato that's going to have a really good yield, one of the best ones is Dutch cream, okay. which is a superb yep. um, tasting tuber, mm-hmm. and they can yield up to 14 kilos per plant. Oh wow. That's a lot. Um, Spunter is another variety, yeah, and and that'll that'll produce thirteen kilos. Mm-hmm. A very favourite, an old favourite in England is one called King Edward, Edward, mm-hmm. and that'll produce twelve kilos. Mm-hmm. There's Pink Eye that'll do yes, that'll do a, that'll do a King that'll do twelve kilos as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, the lowest yielding potato of all is one called Kipfler. The lowest yield. That's the, yeah. It's okay. only a very small potato yeah, and yeah. long, elongated. Yes, yes. My wife loves it because yeah. she makes a beautiful potato salad using oh, the Kipfler potatoes. Beautiful. But they'll only produce about six kilos. Okay. But regardless of the variety you grow, mm-hmm. they're incredibly healthy for you. They That's sure are. It. And to make sure that you, when you do bring them out of the ground and you do put them into, well, what do we store them in? in into you put them into a, a plastic Containers bucket or whatever else, as long as it's in a dark area yes. that's not going to get. Sunlight that'll that'll turn those little eyes on, and that should last. They should last for you can, if you if it's a nice dark, months, nice dark, airy airy sort of a, a you know spot. Twelve months get you through the year basically Absolutely. until you start enough. again. Okay, well I really appreciate that, and I'm sure all our listeners do too. Thank you, Keith. Now at the beginning of the podcast, I suggested that we might share a potato recipe. Have you got any? I've got one that. Um, I grew up with. What's that? And my father, my father came from from Scotland. Oh, okay. And one of the one of the their, their staple dishes that that he had throughout his whole life was one called tatty scones. And my oh. boys to this day love, love tatty scones. Tell us about them. Right. So all you, all you do is you you find a nice um, 
fluffy potato. You don't want one that's that's you know that, that's got too much moisture in it. Yep. So one like Desiree is a great yes, one. Yes. Yep. Um, and you you just simply boil those up until they're soft. Yep. And then I put like I take the skins off. Yes. And then I put them through a um, a ricer. You know, one of those things that you push together okay, and so it produces this little ricey, like all these little funny things coming out the bottom. Like, like, like a moule. Oh, yeah, okay, like a moule okay, yep. is another great way of, of doing mm. it. And then I just make and make them into little small balls, mm. about, you know, the size yes. will fit in my hand. Yes. And you get, you get an incredibly hot fry, fry pan. Right. No, no oil. Yep. Or butter or anything yep, else. Yep. You, just, you just dry Fry these and yep. brown them on both sides. Yep. So flat, they become flat like a, like a, a pancake. Yeah. Dry, dry, dry. Cook them. Yeah. Until they're brown on yep. both sides. Yep. Flip them over. Yep. And then just you can just then put them into a onto a plate and put them in the fridge with a bit of you know um, greaseproof paper over the top. Mm-hmm. And when it comes time to cook them, you cook them in a little bit of butter. Mm. Straight onto a table when they're hot. Bit more butter, mm. salt. Mm. My God, <laughs> sounds beautiful. It is magnificent. Well, I've got a quick one before go we go. My, this is called one pot potatoes. I haven't tried it. I saw it and thought, my goodness, I need to get these potatoes so I can try this. A kilo of potatoes, third a cup of vegetable oil, three quarters of a cup of water or stock, four tablespoons of tomato paste, six cloves of garlic. Ooh, You'd like that? I love the garlic. Teaspoon of salt if you have to. A tablespoon of paprika and a cup of homegrown parsley. Chop the potatoes into small cubes. Place them in a heat-proof saucepan or casserole dish and mix in the rest of the ingredients. So everything else goes in. Bake in a covered dish at approximately 220 degrees Celsius for one hour, making sure to check them at about 45 minutes. This can also be cooked on the stove or a slow cooker. And that's it. These would be a great accompaniment to roast meat or whatever else takes your fancy. Fantastic. Thank you, Keith. And it's a pleasure. Happy potato growing. There's one more oh, thing I'd just like stop. to say. What? My grandsons listen to our podcast oh, do they? And, and they don't call them podcasts they call them pop casts of course so <laughs> g'day to harry and max and august oh, oh i could mention a few people too but i'll do that next time <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for listening to muddy boots for more information on today's podcast please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening